Tonight's Survivor Note All is sponsored by Nature Box. Nature Box ships great tasting, wholesome snacks right to your door. Forget the vending machine, start snacking smarter with wholesome, delicious treats like dark cocoa almonds. Support the podcast by ordering a free Nature Box sampler box at naturebox.com slash RHAP. That's right. Get your free snacks at naturebox.com slash RHAP. Yes, that's right. Survivor Know-It-Alls is live here after episode number two of Survivor Season 30. And it was a strong episode, Stephen Fishback. I thought this was an amazing episode, Rob. I went into Tribal Council thinking it's either Nina or it's it's going to be Jen. And it was a third person. And what was awesome about this episode was that as soon as it happened, you knew what happened. You You could make sense of it. So we're going to try to make sense of this episode tonight. We're going to try to make up a sense of the episode strategy, but I think from an editing and a storytelling perspective, this was such an awesome episode. I loved it. Like truly did not know who was going home between two people. And then I was blindsided. I was hashtag blindsided by the person who went Vince. Yeah, no, I was very surprised tonight. I really thought it was going to be Jen. And especially after they put in the piece about how I've been watching this show since it's eight, anything could happen. I feel like I'm on TV. That was like classic. Okay, this is the send off boot edit. And that was not the case. So, yeah, very exciting night and a fun season so far. And I have to say, I really feel like uh, for the first time in a long time, 18 players on this season. I feel like I got a pretty good grasp on just about everybody in the season. I'd say about probably like uh, 15 out of the 18 so I far. Think 15, even Hallie, Hallie, I don't really totally get. And I feel like there's a few of the women on the blue collar tribe that I'm not totally sure about yet. Okay. The one who's making all the baskets. I, I All I know about her, is she plays. And there's a third woman in the blue collar tribe. Kelly. Who I don't think we've seen. Maybe. She fought with Dan last week. So she had a little bit of something last week. Sierra uh, really okay. hasn't had too much uh, so far. Uh, that's yeah. right. A couple of the women are a little underserved on the blue collar tribe. But other than that, I think that just about everybody has at least something going on. And I'm very excited to talk about it. I know people are pumped up on Twitter tonight because uh, people thought it was going to be one thing and it wasn't. And that's what we like about Survivor. Well, although interestingly, I said about a half hour in, I tweeted about a half hour in, uh, who are you? Who do you think is going to go home tonight? A lot of people said, Vince, you know, uh, as soon as as the actual wheeling and dealing started, everyone shifted their votes to uh, Nina or uh, Jen. But but there was a moment in time early in the episode when people thought Vince was uh, was getting booted. So I was uh, actually surprised by that because I didn't see that coming. Yeah, the Vince thing did come out of nowhere a bit, and yeah. it really was probably born out of that conversation that Nina ended up having with Will. And we'll talk about that. And just the one line that sort of sticks out where Vince says to Will, you're not going to blindside me, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, the crazy thing is about this episode, this, this, this episode, this boot is correct me if I'm wrong, but I think literally every person on that tribe made a bad decision, which uh, is rare. Like you don't get 
everyone doing something wrong. And I think that actually happened this time. Yeah, that's fair to say. All right. So let's just set up where we're at. Of course, tonight, Stephen Fishback, we are one week out from our one week. our big live show. And Stephen, we did our patron cast last night. Almost every single person calling in on the patron cast last night was like, oh, coming to the show tomorrow. That's well, awesome. Coming to the show. Coming to the show. Can't wait. Coming to the show. I mean, it's going to be a uh, packed house Gotham Comedy Club. Uh, next Wednesday night, we will have the audio version of that wow. podcast up uh, short. Hopefully, uh, by the time you go to work in the morning on Thursday, we'll have the audio version up. I'll work on a video version too. hopefully uh, keep our fingers crossed. Uh, you know, the video stuff, I, I'm not going to make any guarantees on that, but we're working I on gotta it. I got to say, you got you got to I mean, it's a big room. It's in the big room, literally the big room. I, I'm I'm not envious of your uh, production challenges in getting a quality uh, audio or video version. Of. Yeah, well, we have some experts that are handling that. All I have to f- focus on is just keeping up with you that night, Stephen. Oh, my God. You mean, I hope you don't mean drink for drink because <laughs> no, you, you, yeah, you, we know that you were going to uh, definitely uh, take that be the, uh, the knowing is know it all that night. Yes. Stephen's the best know it all when it comes to oh. drinking. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, we will see exactly uh, how that's going to play out one week from tonight, uh, next Wednesday night. So no live show uh, next week, but it will still be a very fun uh, podcast episode for you guys. Of course, we're live here on robinswebsite.com. Uh, we got the chat room going. We're taking your questions and comments and tweets, hashtag RHAP, plus also on our YouTube channel uh, if you're watching us now live at robinswebsite.com slash YouTube. And if you're not watching us live, subscribe to that channel and uh, get these videos every week. Yeah, I mean... And, um, yeah, just watch us live. Come on. What's wrong with you? And Steven, what do you, what do you, what do you got going on? What do you got going on right now? Uh, people are busy. People are busy. People have white collar. Well, 9, 9 p.m. on a Wednesday. You're fine. You can take some time out of your day. People are busy. Uh, Steven, and real quick, before we get into this, uh, we had some big news in Rob is a podcast, uh, this week, Rob is a podcast oh, wow. nominated for two big, uh, podcast awards. Yeah, this, at this, is year's huge. Awards. this is so cool. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Steven. Thank you very this much. Huge. Uh, this is huge. We need we needed it. This is huge. <laughs> I needed this. Yes, uh, because uh, Robin's podcast is nominated for best entertainment podcast of the year and People's Choice podcast of the year. One of ten podcasts uh, nominated for that honor. Daily voting is going on every day at podcastawards.com. So we do. Appreciate- daily voting means. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Daily voting means you can vote uh, once once a day, and uh, I think every once every twenty four hour period you could vote. Rob is a podcast in our two categories. So, you know, like people, please, for the love of God, this Rob, Rob puts his, his blood, sweat and tears into this podcast. Don't you beg. Know, just, don't, don't beg. Don't, don't beg. I'm not, I, I'm not begging. It's not my, me. It's not me. I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, if I'm ashamed if you're not voting every day. Yeah, what will I you do if we God. win, Stephen? Well, what, what will you do? I will shave your head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to do that. Wow. Wow. What an yeah. honor. All right. Yeah. So Stephen's willing to uh, shave my head uh, and we'll see uh, if uh, what my wife says about that. All right. So yeah. l- let's let's jump into this and talk about the uh, no collar tribe and what was going on here. Let's let's just start off, Stephen, um, splitting the vote here. Uh, yeah. Insane or bad idea? <laughs> so I, we typically we often we sometimes disagree about this actually but in this case we are 100 percent simpatico um i you're you're i know very anti-splitting the vote unless there's a really clear reason to yeah i'm a little bit more lenient on the on the on the vote split at an early stage 
this seemed to me to be kind of nutty. Uh, there's no reason to even believe that Nina, and maybe Nina knows an idol is somewhere on the island. Uh, it doesn't look like we don't really see her off looking for an idol. It, it just feels like completely unnecessary for them to sort of overthink this. And the other thing that really bothered me about this is this quote from Joe where he says, well, Nina and Will spend a lot of time together, but hopefully Will will vote for Nina. You know, like people who spend time together are not going to vote for each other, at, like for the most part, you know? So if you just think that, like, if you're like hoping with that, that you're, you're going to convince someone to vote for one of the, for the person they're spending the, the most time with, like, mm, you got to have more than that. You can't take that big a strategic risk this early in the game. Yeah, you're absolutely right that Joe said about Will is like, well, uh, I have my doubts about him, but well, let's just split the vote and see what happens. Uh, Now, luckily, through really, I don't know how much credit you want to give to the actual alliance of Joe, Haley and Jen. Nina has this conversation with Will where she says to him, like, how's your health? And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, you know, like the, right. she's heard he's been diagnosed with something. Uh, and like, how are you doing? How are you holding up during all this? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, well, you know, Vince is worried about you. And Will, I think, went, you know, way overboard with his response yeah. to this. So I want to know from you, did Will make the right decision in your mind to blindside Vince? This is a hard one. And I, I do wonder about this because... If you hear someone is not only targeting you, but targeting you in this insidious way, maybe Will is insecure about his health, about his weight, about his challenge performance, you know, um, and suddenly he's hearing like people are gossiping about him and not just people who could be his enemies, but the people he's considering kind of putting his neck out for, you know, he's got a not that great alliance with Joe, but he's going over to Vince and like faring information and he's doing Vince a huge favor here. And then he hears Vince is like talking crap about him. Like not only is he worried about that, but he feels betrayed. And I think that's really the heart of it. You don't want anyone who's kind of impugning you. And you certainly don't want the allies that you're sticking your neck out for to be impugning you. So I, uh, you know, ultimately it's not a great move for Will. It's not like the right long-term move, but we know that having seen all of the confessionals or some of the confessionals. I think it's not a terrible move, though. No, it's probably not a terrible move. I did like the idea of voting out Jen. I felt like that was sort of like yeah. the best of both worlds. Where That's I felt the power like, move. I felt like you take out Jen. Um, ultimately, you know, sure, is uh, Joe going to be mad at you? Yes. But, um, you know, you still are keeping the strong guys around and are able to avoid tribal council. And I really feel like the whole name of the game here in this first part of the game, this first 10 days, 12 days, whatever it is, just survive and get to the point where there's the tribe swap. Just get through this. And you get through this by avoiding tribal council. Keep the team strong. Will didn't really have anything going on with Jen uh, outside of the, uh, they were sandwich friends uh, from last week. And I felt like you could have lost her. Uh, Instead, you lose, you lose Vince. And again, not the end of the world, but you're clearly number four in this grouping of four. And, you know, if you go to a tribal council again, yeah, it's probably Nina. If you go to tribal council again, it's probably you. Well, but he does have that buffer, right? He has that Nina buffer. And that's, I I do think a critical factor is that if he votes out Nina, which is the Joe Alliance plan, then he very well could be next. But by voting out Vince, he has this buffer of like, well, Nina is the obvious next choice. 
But I think where it hurts him is that post-tribe swap, you had Vince who was an ally. And now you've gotten rid of him. And now you have, uh, I guess you have the other people that, you know, the Joe, Haley, and Jen, I guess are somewhat allies still. But I felt like a guy who was loyal to you just went out of the game. But, you know, he didn't know that, right? Like, that's what it comes down to is that ultimately, you know, he hears Vince talking about alliances with him. But then he also knows for a fact that Vince is is maligning him behind his back. But did he so have like, that conversation with Vince? Did he go and talk to him I mean, face to face? But isn't the point, isn't like always the threat here that you don't trust the face to face conversation. You know, if I hear from you, you know, if I hear from like someone else, you know, if, if Nicole tells me, Hey, Rob has really been saying, you know, your glasses are smeared with feces. <laughs> and I go to you and I say, you know, hey Rob, I hear you saying my glasses are filled are smeared with feces, and you're like, no, I don't. I know, what if I, we have a really good conversation though? But like, how can I ever trust that against the thing that I heard? You know, from Nicole about my glasses. Well, I should hope you 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 trust what you hear from me rather than uh, my wife. She's not a, the most reliable source. But she's got no motivation here. You've got a motivation, which is you want me on your side. You want me podcasting with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you you don't you want to like smooth over the thing. Like it's the, the fact that Nicole has no motivation, you know, she's got no reason to tell me that. Like it's 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 pure coming from her. So I think that's the issue here with Will is that he's like the the way Nina brings it up is the most probably the worst possible timing where yeah. he says to Nina you know, we've got it all figured out. We got this big blindside going. We're going to blindside Jen. And he says, that's interesting. How's your health? Because Vince is worried about your health. Like, what? Not the right time. Yeah, Nina was really bad tonight. Yeah, I think Nina, what, what did you make of her blow up? Can, can you defend her blow up? No, no, I cannot. Um, I really, you know, the big part of the game in Survivor is trying to keep your emotions in check. And now this is particularly familiar to me because I watched almost this identical scenario play out in Survivor the Amazon between oh, um, the deaf castmate we had, Christy, and right. who uh, also did not like the girls who got naked in Jenna right. and Heidi. I don't know what that is. There's some, there's like oil and water, deaf people. And and stripping people. There's just there's very little like, overlap yeah. there in uh, the, <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason they just don't like the cats and dogs. They don't get along. Uh, and again, we see that same that same pattern emerge tonight. What maybe um, we saw Nina wanted to go skinny dipping with uh, right. Jen and Haley on a night where it was almost like uh, some sort of hedonism uh, where everybody wanted to go skinny dipping tonight. What? So this I I tweeted this earlier today. Um, well, during the episode, I guess this was really the, the classic Seinfeldian, uh, paradox or, uh, you know, dichotomy between good naked and bad naked, good naked and bad naked. Right. And good naked is Jen and Haley, like taking the skinny dip and bad naked is your history professor washing the pots and pans. Yes. Yeah. I think that probably, and again, I'm not a guy who was ever, uh, naked on survivor. Did you get naked? Did you ever do naked stuff on survivor? Uh, I don't think there was any time that I was ever naked. I took a shower once on a reward and I even think then I wasn't naked. Yeah. I feel like, you know what? You want to do what Max did. You want to do what Haley and Jen did. And it's like, okay, we're, we're going to get naked and go in the ocean. Okay. That's fine. Um, but at the point where you're going to like, you know, be doing chores, uh, naked, I, I think probably just, you know, put the, put the pants back on. I got to say, I was disappointed in Max. And, you know, I think maybe my 
frustration came out a little bit on Twitter because I've got such high expectations for him. I knew him before he started. I know he's a really, really smart guy. He knows the game incredibly well. He's, you know, he's, uh, he, he's an incredibly astute analyst of human behavior. And then when I see him stripping down in front of the whole tribe and like, hey, look at me. I'm the naked guy. I'm Richard Hatch. Like, that's dumb. Like, that is just dumb. And I got a little bit upset about it because I feel like I, have, I really want him to do well. I really want him to make smart game decisions mm-hmm. and to a be the guy to like draw attention to yourself in that way and b to make the comparison to Richard Hatch which like you don't want to compare yourself to Richard Hatch in this game you know you don't want to compare yourself to someone who's notorious for being a, a backstabber for, for being duplicitous uh, I I got upset about that I was yeah. sad I would say that you know in the confessional Max said about uh what he was doing tonight well this is definitely a strategic decision cuz i find that the other players leave me alone when i'm naked and so strategically when i want to have alone time yeah. really alone time is the last thing you want on survivor i mean we saw this with aris and blood versus water you never really want to be alone yeah go yeah. back go back into the 49 laws of survivor yeah. you don't, you don't want to be a fortress fortress seems good not good. You want to be with the people. You want to be yeah. mixing it up with all the other. Like, hear what other people are thinking. You don't want to isolate yourself with your nudity. When you're alone, they're talking about you. And that's especially true if you're alone because you're naked. Yeah. And it seemed like it was a bonding thing for Tyler and Joaquin. So, yes. Yes. That's the thing. That is the real danger. That's the danger is like you make a spectacle of yourself and the other guys start talking about you and become closer to each other as a result. So I'm not going to say that there's anything wrong with nudity, like nothing inherently, you know, problematic with getting naked. We're not prudes here. When everybody wants to get naked, get naked. If everybody wants to like leave their clothes on, you know, if Max and Shireen, when they're alone, say, Hey, this is a good, such good bonding. And we're, we're naked. That's fine. But you know, you saw that Tyler was uncomfortable. Uh, Joaquin didn't really want anything to do with it. So, I mean, uh, it doesn't kill you to, you know, keep your bathing suit on for a little bit. And it's interesting because, like, that's sort of what you expect no caller to be good at is kind of finding consensus, right? In my mind, like, the Yahoo executive is going to be the one who's going to, like, see the reactions of the group and respond to them and be able to, like, build a, a tribe out of that. And Shireen could not have been more obtuse to how uh, Tyler and Joaquin were feeling. I will say that I really liked this episode that I felt like in previous iterations of the three tribe format, I feel like the show tries to give us like a little bit with each tribe in each act uh, between yeah. like, each commercial. Whereas tonight, I think they what they were doing was, you know, they gave us the blue collar tribe in the cold open, but then they were spending like half of each section, each act of the show with one tribe and half with another tribe. So they weren't trying to service all three tribes for a beat between each commercial break. So I thought that actually ended up giving us bigger chunks where we, I feel like we got to see what was going on in each of the tribes in a little more detail than we did. I also am a big fan of no reward challenge in the second episode. I like to spend time with the players and, you know, I don't care about a reward challenge early on this season. Yeah. Three tribes is a great format. No reward challenges is great for, is great early on. I agree. Reward challenges are fun when it kind of gets down to the nitty gritty and like people have to make difficult decisions about who they're taking and that affects the game. It's not not really as relevant um, when it's at this early in the game. Like, do, do we need to see like one tribe cavorting, you know, under a beautiful waterfall and eating a picnic while the other tribe doesn't do that? Nah, not really. Never. 
Never. We never, never need to see that. I don't need to see anyone cavorting, ever. <laughs> Let's talk about the Blue Collar Tribe. We haven't talked about them too much tonight. Um, of course, uh, we had Dan, who... Uh, Dan is not a popular guy in this group. So what are you? Are you on the side of accident or on purpose? Hmm. I think I'm on the side of, I think this was an accident. I, you know, I don't know exactly what happened. I'm not exactly sure how a wave takes off your speedo, especially if it's a, uh, a seemingly tight speedo. Like I could see it more with more of a loose fitting type, uh, board shorts, uh, that he, his speedo was presumably mostly off, right? Is the idea because he was doing his business? Is that what was going on? Was oh, it, that's what I thought was happening? Is that he was relieving himself in the waves, and uh, then he got swept? You know, they got swept off his leg. Yeah. Wow. Uh, they were taken asunder. Um, I would say. Or how about this? I have a different conspiracy theory. Um, could there have been some sort of like? Uh, Mark said he's like, oh boy, that's not coming out. All right, let me just throw oh, it God. into the ocean. Like yeah, like situation. a Tarzan situation. He didn't. He didn't want it to be. You know, he couldn't make the dirt excuse. He yeah. knew that that was a non-starter. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it was for a strategic purpose, a la what Lindsay was saying, I think he would give that to us in the confessional and tell us to like, uh, man, I well, I'm, 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 uh, you know, up the creek, so I better, you know, try to do this. But you know, if it was some sort of embarrassing incident that came up. Uh, then he would not say in confessional. He would stick to the story, stick to the plan. Maybe, maybe it's an homage to Rupert. Like, you know, Max was, you know, referencing um, Hatch. Maybe he, Dan was referencing Rupert in his uh, skirt. All of the greats are getting name checked this season. And so yeah. uh, we'll see. But now I thought that Mike did a bad job tonight. Um, you know, I we talked about it. Mike did a, bra- a bad job. Yeah, it's bad when Rodney is the voice of reason. And we talk about this season after season after season. <sighs> When you're with workers, you know, you work. When you're with people who want to goof off and play basketball, just play basketball. The firewood can wait, Mike. Yeah. Uh, every, every, uh, every, every time I, I blog, I start my, my, uh, my blog with a quote from a classic Survivor episode. And uh, this time it's from Todd Herzog, who says, I will do what everybody feels most comfortable doing. I don't care what that is. And I think that's like the exact right attitude. Just do what everyone else is doing, no matter what that is. Okay. What if everybody is uh, eating poison ivy? <sighs> yeah, do it. Do it. Oh, my God. But pretend. Pretend you're eating poison ivy. Eat, eat healthy ivy and pretend it's poisonous. So, Stephen, what do you think? Should the Blue Collar Tribe uh, go to Tribal Council? Do you think yeah. that it is going to be Dan that goes home, or do you think that is Mike a target at this point? I mean, Mike's definitely a target, right? You want to get rid of the guy who's annoying to you. The problem is that both Dan and Mike are kind of annoying. Um, I think, I mean, Dan performed really well in that challenge, you know, and I think that's going to be the differentiating factor. If Blue Collar goes to Tribal, who is it that's like more uh, problematic in the in the challenge? Yeah. Um, what else? But Rodney's from- pretty well set up, right? Like we all agree Rodney's in a good position right now. What else uh, did you notice from this episode in terms of these three tribes? Anything jump out at you? Let's see. We got, we got the nudity. We talked about the nudity across both tribes. We talked about, uh, you know, the crazy, crazy vote. We talked about, well, so let's talk about the one thing I do. Like, <clears throat> did anyone make the right decision? Right. We agree that Joe Haley and, and, and um, Jen should not have wanted to split the vote. Yeah, that was um, bad. Vince obviously screwed up. Nina obviously screwed up. Did 
Will make the right decision? Well, did, did Will Vince do screw right? up? Did I almost right. did feel Vince like you're right? That is a good question. Did Vince screw up? Of the six people in the tribe, I feel like the guy who went home probably played this the best strategically. Yeah, because he thought, let's use this moment, blindside Jen, keep strength Joe, but take out his sort of right hand lady. Vince, actually, you're right, might have had the best strategy. There you go. And Vince yeah. will be my guest on the Exit Interview podcast on Thursday. And uh, I rarely say that the Exit Interviews are can't miss, but this might be a can't miss Exit Interview with Vince this week. This is really, I mean, Vince leaving early, like, I felt like Vince was primed we for got a screwed. long... Yes. We got screwed not just this season, but like every subsequent season of Vince, you know? In my mind, like, Vince is very much like Coach 1.0. He's completely unself-aware he's vulnerable he's a little bit e- egotistical we're, are this season that that we're destined which is you know vince coach philip rupert like we're, we're getting this might have deprived us of that no i'm mad i'm mad at this group that they voted yeah. out vince uh, this early because yeah. with all due respect to nina who i'm sure is a very wonderful person i feel like vince was bringing a lot more to the table than she was for the rest of the season Nina was definitely like one of the few characters who we've met so far who, uh, yeah, I would, I would have been okay losing. Yeah. No offense. No, no offense. No offense to Nina who, uh, sure. Surely is a, uh, a fantastic person, but, maybe, but maybe Vince was know. Vince. And he was, he was truly one of like, he was one of the greats, you know, he, he had greatness written on, on him and, uh, very sad to see him go so soon. Yeah, that would have been uh, fantastic to see more of him. Uh, I just loved when he was like looking for the acknowledgement from Joe and from the other people that yeah. were in the group. Like, uh, I mean, the guy it was going to be gold. Hmm. Gold. He was so desperate for approval, for validation, um, and willing to like act up, but also, you know, willing to really go to the wire. But the fact that he could also make a strategic decision, I think is what sort of separates him from like those like true crazies is that he, he could say, you know, I feel threatened by Joe. I think Joe is all these terrible things, but I'm keeping Joe around because I want to, you know, I think he's really like necessary for the tribe right now. Now, I just want to talk through this vote before we uh, get to taking some questions uh, from you guys. So the votes came in. It was yeah. three votes for Vince, yeah. uh, two votes for Jen, one vote for Nina. Now, I want to make sure I have this right. So what they were supposed to do was the two women, uh, yep. they were voting for who? The two women were going to vote for Vince. Okay. The two women were going to vote for Vince. Uh, and then Joe and Nina, I'm sorry, Joe and Will were supposed to vote for Nina because it was supposed right. to force a 2-2 tie. Now, right. Will ends up switching his vote. He doesn't vote for Nina like he's supposed to. Uh, right. he doesn't agree to the plan. Nina needs to go. He ends up switching to vote out Vince. Will this create problems for him with his allies that say, Hey, what happened? I thought the plan, why we want to vote out Nina, who is not as good in the challenges as Vince does. Why did you go rogue and change the plan? I mean, I think it will definitely create some trepidation, right? Like the one chance that you have to prove yourself as being reliable, as being trustworthy on Survivor is at Tribal Council, you know, and this is your one opportunity. And this is, you know, it doesn't even come every three days. It comes every comes every six days. It comes every 12 days. Um, and I would be nervous about someone like Will. I guess I would also be glad that he stuck with me. I would just treat him with a little bit more 
you know, they know that they need to be worried about him. Yeah. Because Nina is still around and Nina was the person that they wanted to get rid of. And, yeah. you know, it could be a thing where, you know, if, you know, I'm sure Jen is happy to see Vince go no matter what. But, you know, if Nina ends up costing them in a future challenge, then I think then they end up saying, yeah, Will, why did you vote out Vince? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I'm sure they'll just be happy. I think they all, I mean, I know, I mean, I think we know uh, that they all secretly or not secretly wanted Vince gone. So I think they won't be sad about it because they were worried about that decision. But um, yeah, I think it was just, it was just uh, not, not there. You know, I mean, I think that it's, it's, it's worrisome, right? Like if whenever an ally does something unexpected, it's worrisome. Yeah. Um, so anybody really uh, stand out? Who would you give the fishy to tonight? There's no fishy tonight. No fishy. Uh, there's an anti, there's an anti fishy. It's going to Nina. That's it. That's it. Who yes. would you give a fishy to? Who would I give a fishy to? Boy, uh, yeah. tough. That's uh, that's yeah. tough. I would give. Nobody was strategic tonight that we saw. Would not Rodney even to Will. Did. Not even to Will. I don't. I just don't think Will did the thing that was best in Will's long term interest. Took the game into his own hands. Yeah. Do you think he did that, a little bit? But then he, you know. Do you think that Will is set up well here? I know he's the fourth person in a three in a in a four person alliance. You know, he's not that. It's not a. It's not a strong position to be in. Whereas with Vince and Nina, he was the glue. He's super tight with Nina. And, you know, he had Joe was the glue. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the glue fishback? I mean, Will was the glue, to be honest. (laughs) Or or, I thought Vince said he was the glue, right? Who is the glue? Man, Will is the glue. Nobody's the glue glue anymore. There's no more glue. (laughs) Oh, no. All the glue. All the glue is gone. All right. Uh, we're going to get into your questions, but first I want to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. And those are our friends over at nature box. Now, uh, Steven, I know you're a busy guy on the go, yeah, white collar guy, right. hard to find, totally. hard to find snacks that aren't going to make you feel tired and sluggish. Am I correct? This is a huge problem. I have. Yes, this is a huge problem where like, I don't want to eat, you know, uh, a muffin or like, yes. or like M&M's. <laughs> what do I mean? I do want to eat like, Who's muffin? Right. Right. Uh, so you know what you could do, Stephen? Uh, do what I do and get yourself a nature box. Uh, they Tell send me. you fantastic, healthy snacks uh, right yeah. to your door, and you could put them in your bag, take them with you on the go, and you're all set. Nature Box has uh, none of the bad stuff that you don't want. No artificial flavors, no uh, artificial colors, sweeteners, uh, no grams of trans fat, no high fructose corn syrup, uh, and you can pick out whatever you want. They'll send them to your door. And uh, it's fantastic. Um, can you give me some examples of the type of snacks they have? Okay. How about some uh, sriracha roasted cashews? Uh, actually sounds amazing. Peanut butter nom noms. Uh, you get the dark cocoa almonds, Big Island pineapple, uh, pistachio power clusters. Uh, so basically a bunch of stuff that's going to, you know, you don't have to go to candy. You don't have to go to cookies. Uh, stuff that's going to fill you up and uh, make yeah, I'm you actually, feel good. I'm- what? So is there a code? I'm going to sign up for this right now. Uh, yeah, go to go ahead. Go to naturebox.com slash RJP. You'll get a free trial oh, box, free trial box okay. of five favorite snacks. And then you'll get to pick out five other packages of snacks uh, that you want to have delivered to you uh, month after month. Uh, you know, you're going to oh, want to say 
It says, let's get snacking. Rob has a podcast, yeah, listeners. That's, that's right. That's right. That's me. I can't believe I'm you. doing it. Yeah, you looked it up. There you go. Uh, so it right now. Yeah. Start your free trial right now. Go to naturebox.com slash RJP. You know you're going to snack. Get smart about it. Be the knowingest uh, snack it all uh, when you go to <laughs> naturebox.com slash RJP. Get your free trial. It's delicious night, Rob. Yes. All yeah. right. Uh, what happened to the trophy you were going to send me? I'm going to give it to you next week. Oh, okay. It's going to be a presentation. Okay. Yeah. All right, Steven. I mean, it's gonna. I mean, let's not say a presentation. Let's say it's. I'm gonna give it to you. All right, fair, fair enough. Whoa. Um, let's take our first question of the night, Stephen. Get us started with JJ Rules. AJ Rules has to say, uh, "Would you make a man a mantis? Mantis. A mantis. Sorry, if you ripped your pants. Uh, I did rip my pants, and I, I had underpants on underneath them. Like, like also like survivors. Like, be." strategic with your pants if, if you are putting blue jeans into when when production says like send us the pants you're going to wear and you send them blue jeans that's on you you're an idiot <laughs> now do you think that they really got into the dress code like i don't rem- i don't know how they do it now um if they like really like pick out what you're going to wear i mean it's, obviously I haven't, I haven't done it in you know 16 years but um it was it was pretty specific when with uh you know they it was uh but you also like they're like send us a wardrobe, send us an outfit that you would you would you know do something with, and okay. uh, yeah, like you know, like come on, you know, <laughs> I don't know that well. Don't send uh, jeans, Nick. To never ask, send jeans. Is there a history of tribes making fire for the first time after uh, day three, struggling a lot? Um, well, they got the flint at tribal council, so I think there's been a, um, a, a history of that. that fire of- was a pretty po- poor fire, though. Like that, that was one of, even with Flint, that was one of the worst fires that we've ever seen. Yeah. How were you on the show, Stephen, with keeping the fire going and all sorts of yeah. these survival elements? Did I you got sh- good. All right. Took, yeah, I good. was not good to start and then I became good. I was bad. The problem was I had real performance anxiety. You know, whenever you, I started to make it, all the, the cameras would come over and there'd be like six cameras trying to watch me make a flame. You know, I mean, of course I couldn't get it, get the flame up. Like if we went camping, could you handle the fire? Now I could. Yeah, now you could. Okay. You, were you good at that? You're Not the really. fire. No, nobody ever let me. Nobody ever let I, I never played with people that were like, uh, it was, I always, you know, was there with people that were like, whoa, 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 I got this. This is my, this is my bag here. I'm like, fine. No, I'm yeah. not going to fight you for to be the fire guy. Yeah, I get it. You don't want to, you don't want to fight anyone to be the fire guy. Yeah. If but, somebody wants but, it that um, badly, I'm never going to, you know, force them off it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Let's go to another question. Uh, Mescat 33. Anyone else surprised that Dan actually backed up his words of the challenge? Yeah. Wasn't Dan really set yes. up for the fall of like, Hey, trust me, Jeff, I'm going to be good at this. Like, I, I know I, I don't look like I'm going to be an athlete, but isn't that like the survivor one oh one that, you know, that guy's going to like be yeah. fall, totally fall on his face. Yeah. And Jeff made such a big deal about it. It's all right, Dan going to take a risk. Putting we'll it all see. On the line. We'll see. And then he, he was great. Yeah, he did well. Okay. Uh, what about Kyle Bell? He won that heat. He won that. He beat Vince and uh, Tyler in that heat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Bell wants to know, is the big twist this season going to be the return of the outcast tribe? Hashtag bring back the fence. Um, no. Jeff Probst does not like the outcast there, tribe. I'm sorry. Is there a big twist this season? Uh, yes. That they have said that there is going to be something that they're going to do this season. He said that uh, there's... It was Jeff has said there's something that we wanted to do for a long time that we've talked about doing for a long time that we uh, got to do this season and it works out really great. So um, they are there is a twist coming later. 
We don't know what that is, but I know it is not going to be the outcast tribe. Jeff, does, Wait, is there, is, is there speculation about what it is? Um, there's lots of speculation about what it could be, but nobody really has it's, a good, it's going to be, it's going to be with, with, uh, with uh, Boston Rob, right? It's yes. Be, Boston uh, Rob is going to, ta- is going to tag in. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. we'll be <laughs> in. We'll, well be I, in, Jeff. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, I'm so curious what the big twist is. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe next, maybe next Wednesday night. We'll see. Probably not for a little bit. Live, live from Gotham Comedy Club. Oh my God. Okay. Riot Maker wants to know, uh, did Jeff seem to go overboard tonight on tribal qu- uh, questions for influence? Um, I didn't think so. Um, I didn't think so either. There's been times when like, when Hero versus Villains, when he was like being like, Tribe, don't you want to keep Colby around? Because he's the best. Like there, that moment, I thought like Jeff has maybe a little bit much, but uh this time I didn't. I didn't see that actually. If anything, I think that Will got a bad read at Tribal Council because Jen was like, "Yeah, well, there's obviously people that are bad in the challenges that you don't want to keep around." Like, didn't you feel like uh, that Jen was talking about Will when she's talking about people that were bad in the challenges, and yet he still continued to vote uh, with that group? Well, he wasn't. It could have been Vince too, right? Vince doesn't perform well on challenges. I mean, the other thing is that you know Vince is good at the challenges. Like we was he? But this he wasn't great at the basketball thing. Okay, well nobody was great at the basketball thing. Joaquin was great. Joaquin was great. Yeah, nobody was great on the no collar tribe. Um, the, the, I mean, the only thing I'll say, you know, uh, it, it's somewhat related to what we were talking about last week, where these people, these players, are like all so self aware, right? And Jen even had that had that remark, like, "Oh, we're not going to deny that the three of us are close." You know, where no one is an idiot here. Like, let's not be idiots about it. Like. I feel like back in the day, at least when I was playing, you know, in the, in the ancient times, um, people would have been like, no, we're all close. We're all a tribe together. You know, I mean, you would try to deny that. Yeah. The game has changed. The game has changed, Stephen. The game is flawed. <laughs> all right. What does is, what is Jeremy have to say? Jeremy wants to know, is Nina the main person to blame for Vince's downfall? Would Will have switched his vote if Nina didn't tell him about Vince being concerned for his health? Stephen, is Nina the main person to blame? Yes. Yeah. Uh, most definitely, right? Unless there's something we didn't see. But no based question. on what we saw, she's yeah. definitely the person to blame. We only can comment on the show that we see on television. Yes. If I was Vince, I would not be happy with Nina. Yeah. Uh, Nina is entirely to blame. And otherwise, Will would have won the game. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Unequivocally. A question from Johnny. Am I the only person rooting for Dan? He's a great character. And he seems like he knows some about the game. Although he made a lot of mistakes uh, through the first three days. <laughs> six days um uh, uh he is a good character he's got a lot of a lot of heart he's got there's something charming about him right yeah i'm not rooting against dan uh but you yeah. know like i gotta go by what my eyes are telling me that dan is uh pretty screwed here what who are you rooting for who is your who are your favorites at this point boy um i would say just about uh I mean that uh, I don't like to get too much into uh, you know who I'm who I'm rooting for, Stephen. Like, uh, right. but I mean it. I don't have a, a ton of like uh, you know opinions on like uh, like oh I really want this person to win, really want this person to win. Like I just want to see a good game. Oh my gosh! Totally bowing out. What a dodge! What an evasion! It makes it. It's for, it's Put it fruitless. On the line, for me. Rob. Who's got the winner's edit? Who's got the oh, winner's? Well, who's edit, got Rob? the winner's edit? That's a different question. Trophy, you know, we got this trophy right here. This knowing is knowing all. 
uh, based on winner's edit, um, I still like what Tyler is showing us. I like Tyler too. Yeah. I like that he's sort of commenting on what's going on. Tyler and Sherilyn. They both like, they look pretty good. Sherilyn. Yeah, that's what, you know, that's what Keenan called Carolyn. Yes, yes. Um, Noah B. wants to know, do you think Joe will be angry with Will for voting Vince out? After all, they all agreed, you know, was the target. Well, we talked a little bit about this, Rob. What, what do you think? You think Joe's going to come back to, to try to be angry? No, because I don't think that Joe's an angry guy. Yeah, he's at peace. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, okay, well, I guess we voted out Vince. You know, yeah. I think it's going to be sort of like, well, whatever. I think it's going to be sort of like just roll off his back. And again, what can you do at this point? What can you do? What can you do? Uh, Jordan Zielinski says, is the three tribe survivor a tougher game? You have a lot less room to hide. Um, I wouldn't say that it's a tougher game, but I think it is a lot more like a lot more luck can happen in the early going. Oh, I would totally say it's tougher. I think that with an eight a tribe of eight or a tribe of ten, you know, you can coast a little bit. You know, there's someone who's super weak. There's someone who's super annoying. You know, you look at this tribe of six. Well, there was someone who was super weak and super annoying, and she didn't go home. But you know, for the most part, it's it's harder. It's harder to 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 be the one. You know, to 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 like last week, so goes home. You know, so was a really strong competitor. I think it's, I think it's, there's less of a a wiggle room. Yeah. You know, it's, this part is, again, I don't know if hard is the right word, but it's like there are, it's a lot of variance, I think, with the first part of the game here. Uh, And then I think that the second part of the game, like, I wouldn't say that that is necessarily harder than, you know, the tribe swap part of the game. Um, It's, you know, you can sort of just, you know, figure out where your game starts uh, in once you get to day 12. This is really just, you know, it's a rodeo. Hold on. And we luckily we have a, we have a rodeo person. Yeah. You got a, you got a, she's blue collar, right? Yeah. Uh, Mark price wants to know, is it ever too early to vote out someone who's gunning for you? Even if they are a physical asset, it's a good question. This is the fundamental question for tonight, right? Is it too early to target the person who, who is your enemy if they are an asset to the tribe, it's never too early to vote out the person who is gunning for you. I mean, there is no such thing as too early. This person is coming after me. I took them out. You know, you just got to, you know, again, it's survival at that point. It's, you know, self-defense. I have to take this person out. They're coming after me. Now, um, if it's the person who's not necessarily coming after you, but you're having friction with, I think there could be too early for that. But if the person is coming after you, not too early to take them out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just depends on what, like, you're right. Like what the, what the question, like what is coming after me? Is it just like a little bit of tension or is it like actual targeting? And if it's actual targeting, you do want them out. And that's, you know, that's maybe what Will thought was happening with Vince. Yeah. Like you're paranoid. Everyone is paranoid, right? Everyone is paranoid and everyone thinks they're the center of attention. So you're not surprised when you hear everybody else is talking about you and you think, oh my God, they're all scheming on me. I gotta, I gotta make a move now because you think that you're the center of the universe. Okay, uh, let's go ahead. Laser dude ninety nine with a lot of people on the outs on all the tribes. What on earth is this switch going to look like? Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to look glorious. Yeah, it's going to be very exciting uh, to see what what that happens. Uh, I always like the switch in a regular season. Three tribes should be uh, very fun, and hopefully, 
we won't have like we're just like one whole tribe stays together and then just a couple people get added to it like in uh Kageyama. but that worked out fine too um yeah that was great okay. you know it's always it's it's a great show it's a great show no matter what happens it's gonna be great except for last season <laughs> you know what i think what's gonna be fun here is i don't think we're gonna have one tribe that totally sucks like we've had in the previous seasons yeah. with three tribes yeah where it was saboga was the tribe that totally sucked uh except for jerry manthe uh, then you had in Survivor Philippines, Matt Singh Matt totally Singh. sucked. Matt Singh. Uh, and then you had the Kagiyan, the Brains tribe totally sucked. I don't think we're going to have yeah. a, a tribe that just totally wipes out. It's fun to see a tribe totally suck, but I agree with you that like this might also be interesting where they're all kind of good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Edward Morris. Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Edward Morris says, uh, who's the better shooter, Uncle Cliffy or Joaquin? I, I don't know. Uncle Cliffy? Um, I don't think uh, Joaquin is going to the NBA anytime soon. I mean, Uncle Cliffy came back from a tri- from a deficit against Spencer. Yes, yes. Uh, and, and Spencer... Spencer has zero chance of winning this game. Yeah, because he went up Mr. against Mr. Uh, Uncle Cliffy. Uncle Cliffy. Mr. Survivor. I take this Mr. one. Survivor. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Jay Chena, 209, wants to know, am I the only person who did not understand why the threesome of Joe, Jen, and Haley... Hallie, Hallie, I just put a vote. If Will hadn't gone with them, they would have lost Jen. It would have made more sense to potentially have a tie. Or put four votes on somebody. If, if you think you have Will, put four votes. If you're not sure about Will, it's yeah. then the worst case scenario is that you have a 3 3 tie. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know what the Will and Nina and Vince group was thinking if they weren't going to split the votes that they were like, oh, OK, well, we got to put our three on those guys. Like, I feel like they were willing to go to a tie. Yeah, I think you're like me, Rob, or like you want you want to have the numbers. Sure. You know, you don't want to be like, like, maybe he's with us. Yeah. Why not? You know, let's roll the dice. I want to have the numbers. Uh, a, yeah. You want the numbers and you want to win the game. Yeah. And that way we're similar. Yes, uh, because it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And we're unsatisfied. All right, let's do two more questions, and then that's it. All right, uh, Rachel. Rachel Lehman says, is anyone on the no-collar tribe capable of winning? Yeah, I think Jen and Joe are capable of winning, especially Jen. Yes. Um, you are not off the Jen bandwagon after she almost got voted off tonight. I mean, I thought she came off great. She almost got voted off, and she looked like a, like a, like a charm ball doing it. Like a what? A charm ball? Yeah, like a ball of charm. Okay. That's a new one. You're a charm ball. You're a charm ball. Oh, thanks, Stephen. All right. Stephen, give us the last question of the night. Last question of the night. Johnny Horseman wants to know, did Dan, my favorite this season, fully redeem himself in this episode, or does he still have some work to do? Stephen. Yeah. What's your answer? I still have some work to do. Yeah. What do we do? He did one leg in the challenge. Stop it. Stop. Yeah. He's got work yeah, to they, do. Him in second. You know, they didn't even win. Yes. All right. Stephen Fishback, tomorrow on the podcast, yeah. I am going to be speaking with the great Chaos Cass. And uh, she will wow. tell us wow. her take on what's going on. Because if there's one thing she knows, it's what goes on in the three collar or three tribe season. Very interesting. I'm very interested to hear what Chaos Cast has to say. Yes. Plus, I will be taking your voicemails with uh, my good friend and amazing race correspondent Jessica Lease. Uh, we'll oh, talk she with- knows. Yeah. Well, uh, she knows what's going on. And uh, if you want to get your voicemails into the show, send us your voicemails at robinswebsite.com/slash/voicemail or three two three two eight two R H A P. Stephen. 
Is um is she going to be at the live know it alls? Of course, she's going to be at the live know it alls. Oh great, great, great! Yes. Is Wiggler going to be there? Yes, uh, it's his birthday too. No way! Yes, yes, it's going to be a oh, who's who of Rob has a planet. Uh, one week from tonight. Can you tell us who some of the special guests will be? No, uh, no, it's a uh, that look uh, one that people flake out, and then uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to exactly. look bad. Uh, but two, uh, too many to count. Too many to count. Too many to count. Yes. Trying to get uh, some of your buddies uh, from the city to come on out uh, oh, next Wednesday night. Like, let me, you know, I'll make some calls. Make some calls. All right. I'll make some calls. All right. So be sure to check out Stephen Fishback's uh, People blog. Uh, you could follow Stephen on Twitter. He'll be sure to have the link for you guys at Stephen yeah. Fishback. Uh, at Stephen Fishback. Yes. Uh, Stephen and I, of course, next week will be live. Uh, so no live show. Uh, we'll be live in person at Gotham Comedy Club, but no live show on YouTube next Wednesday night. So uh, sorry about that for the people that aren't going to be there, but the people that are going to be there, you're in for a treat. But uh, for the rest of you guys, you're in for a treat because that show's going to be up on YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to Rob as a podcast. Go to robaswebsite.com slash iTunes or click the podcast tab on robaswebsite.com. And vote, vote for Rob daily, daily vote. This is the guy who gives us so much entertainment. Uh, well, let's not get carried away, Stephen. But yeah, I do. I do make a lot of shows. I, I do make <laughs> yeah. a lot of shows. Uh, and if you want to vote daily, uh, you could vote uh, once per you day. Fake accounts and vote multiple no, times. No, 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 no. I should. No. I'm sorry. I apologize. Stop, we're not. Stop, stop. We're not. We want to win. You should win. Fair the and square. square. Fair and square, Stephen. Go to podcastawards.com for People's Choice Award and the uh, best entertainment podcast of the year. And Stephen Fishback, thank you so much. Hey, it was my pleasure. Yes. Uh, great job, everybody. Uh, thanks so much, Scott St. Pierre. And uh, thanks, everybody, who checked us out live or also in the archives. Uh, take, take care, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. Excited. Now that the show's over, don't forget to go to naturebox.com. Sign up to get your free sampler box of great tasting, wholesome snacks. Forget the vending machines. Start snacking smarter with delicious treats like barbecue kettle kernels. Go to naturebox.com slash RHAP. That's naturebox.com slash RHAP.